Hello everyone, I'm Corey and we're talking manpower. Welcome back. As we continue our conversation with Mr. Bill Kapaku, he's a senior CPI specialist at the Assistant Chief of Staff for Installation Management at the Pentagon. So what type of applications would Lean Six Sigma hold for someone who's in the CP26 career field? As I mentioned, the basis for Lean Six Sigma is process improvement. Uh, our manpower analysts must understand the organization's key work processes in terms of what it produces, for whom it produces, and then what are the associated labor costs involved. As I mentioned uh, um, when we talked prior, that the manning uh, bin in terms of the, the Army dollars is the highest right now, I think about $66 billion. So manning is a very important uh, part of what we do in the Army. Our analysts must be able to determine the number of personnel, type skills, proper grades for the various organizational workstations to get the job done. They must be knowledgeable about the current organization and anticipate changes that may be forthcoming due to directed changes from headquarters DA and or their parent organization. So how can someone start to become Lean Six Sigma qualified? Well, the journey, believe it or not, begins with the individual. You got to have a person who is um, desirous, that's desiring to change, or take on the challenge of, of leading change. Uh, at the organizational level, the leaders were screened for skills, abilities, and knowledge. And they also need to take into consideration leadership skills. Um, we have to have people who can get out, who are independent, who also can work well as a team, but who can lead. Uh, very, very important uh, for Lean Six Sigma. Uh, the belt candidate, given a project, uh, sent to formalize uh, formal Lean Six Sigma training, which may be local or require TDY travel. Uh, and according to the, the Office of Army Business Transformation, we are beginning to change the, the um, Lean Six Sigma training program to include two weeks of green belt training. Uh, and then if anyone desires, and then additional two weeks for black belts. So altogether, it will be a four week course for the black belts. Uh, to become Army certified requires passing the course with a minimum score of 70 and completion of a project, which is then certified by the unit's command master black belt. So I know that Lean Six Sigma um, people, I know that we've just talked about it, you know, have great analytical skills, are very well read up on statistics, and CP26s are inherently management analysts, and that means that they're essentially analysts. So what makes a good analyst, and how can somebody develop their analytical skills so they're just not at the point of disseminating information to their boss and they can take that next step and actually analyze it. Check. Well, there are three essential skills required to be an analyst. Uh, first is curiosity. Uh, you got to be able to ask the questions uh, as we mentioned earlier. But more so than that, the second part is the ability to operate independently. And then the third one is they must have strong leadership skills. I mentioned that again. They must be able to work with a team or they must be able to work very closely with the senior leadership of the, uh, or of the organization. And this is really the first time in most cases that analysts are now being thrust up to work closely with leaders and it may feel uncomfortable. So this is why it's not just analysts look staying in their, in their lane just you know, doing analysis. It's 
how do we then take that information and communicate it to the organization and to the leadership of the organization? So we're going to switch gears here a little bit from Lean Six Sigma because you've said something that's sparked my mind here um, about leadership. So what is your what is your personal perspective on leadership? Um, all high-performing organizations place great emphasis on continuously improving their leaders. Um, they try to build teams. And the second thing that happens in some organization is um, developing the bench. Who are the future leaders that's coming up behind? Um, good leaders are able to motivate their subordinates, uh, guide the performance through clearly articulated vision, mission, and actions. And one important uh, factor in leadership is leaders lead change, um, not the underlings. All change in organizations begins first with the leadership and then is deployed into the organization and not the other way around. Sometimes we see um, organizations that would be going through some sort of training and the leader will get up and tell everybody how important this particular kind of training is. And then while everybody's inside the training learning, uh, the leader then goes back to his office to uh, get on the telephone. That, that uh, kind of model needs to change. We need to have leaders stay in the training with the people and undergo training as well. So, so what makes them a good leader? What makes a good leader? Um, good leaders uh, basically do two things. Um, they accomplish the mission and they take care of the welfare of the subordinates. Uh, they must be confident and competent uh, in understanding the external forces surrounding the organization as well as the internal forces inside the organizations. Um, they must have good communication skills both orally and in writing and they must possess empathy and humility to be open to change. They must be able to measure performance to um, establish accountability and they must build trust uh, and communication in order to overcome fear. So this is what makes a good leader. Those people that can do those things will be very successful as leaders. And so, and how can you, how can you develop these leadership skills to be to become a better leader? Well, luckily for us, the Army is has instituted uh, formalized training, civilian training, uh, that's very link, uh, very similar to the kinds of training that our senior NCOs and our officers go through. So, as DA civilians, we are uh, uh, we have a career path to, that allows us to get formalized training. Uh, in addition to that, um, we can take our people and put them in, into um, short-term detail assignments so you can learn more about the organization by serving in various parts of the organization, very similar to what we do with interns. Um, and then, of course, there's a lot of self-learning uh, that occurs that, that you have to be able to um, look in, in some of what we uh, what, uh, what's available on the internet for, for instance, YouTube, uh, TED Talks, uh, Khan Academy. These are uh, ways in which we can learn faster because we learn what uh, the rest of the world is, is learning. So we're not just, you know, we're not restricting our learning only to what we can, what we can get to in terms of Army programs. We constantly have to stay abreast of what's going on in the world over the internet. Well, Mr. Baku, that's all the questions I have for you. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Nope. Thank you very much for this opportunity. Yeah, no, I appreciate you coming on the show. I know you're very, very busy, so I appreciate it. Thank you.
Well, everyone, that's all we have time for today, and we look forward to our next segment. In the meantime, feel free to like CB26 on Facebook and follow us on Divids. And until next time, have a great Army Day.